everyone this is Rose Ramandi from Perfected by Blood Ministries today I wanted to talk to you about our experiences you know like after being a Christian for about 11 years more than 11 years now uh, we um, I noticed that what we struggle is not really the lack of truth is is our own experiences. Yes, there are times that we do struggle because we don't know things or, you know, the truth is not being revealed to us. But I am convinced that even one small piece of truth is powerful enough to walk us through every challenges of life. So it's not mostly the truth uh, that I notice even from my own experiences. It's uh, our own uh, experiences you know sometimes you have you understand the bible you know the truth you have a revelation and so exciting but all of a sudden you have an experience and that experience is so real and is so tangible that you immediately start questioning the truth you just heard and I personally have had throughout my Christian life and there was a time in my life that I made a decision once for all and I said and I said okay you know God even I'm going to make a decision today long before every experiences that that is happening and I'm just going to put my foot on a solid ground and I'm just going to believe in who you are and that's it regardless of what my experiences are trying to tell me. For example, let me just share one example here with you. I was, uh, I already shared this ex example a few times. I'm not sure if you heard it or no, but uh, that's one of the powerful, you know, experiences um, that I personally had. It wasn't really pleasant, but I just, I experienced God in another dimension. Let me tell you this. I was, uh, I was, I was at the sauna, and you know, usually they say that you should stay in the sauna for a certain amount of time. And then this this girl came in, and I started talking to her in the sauna. Like she came like after I was in there for ten minutes, and then I started. I continued talking to her, and I told her if she has back pain, and then she said yes. And how do you know? She was so touched, and eventually she said, "Okay, I'm gonna. I need to go. I need." to leave the sauna and I was like oh yeah me too I've been here for a long time so we got off out of uh, the sauna and um, so I told her uh, uh, about you know her back she she has like this like a plant the medals in her back and she was like oh my gosh I can't believe how do you know these things so I told her if she can you know bend down and you know touch the floor and she said no I can't do that because of the metals in my back so by this time I started feeling a real weird a real strange and uh, now because you know I'm out of the sauna after a long time I started feeling dizzy and I heard uh, I heard this voice told me sit down but I wanted to pray for the girl so I told the girl you know can I pray for you so I prayed for her and something like hit her so hard and she's like oh my gosh what's happening to me what's happening I feel the heat in my back and she bent down all the way she touched the floor and she said I was not able to do this for a long time and we started walking toward the change room change area and now that was the that was when i realized oh something is not right so long story short i passed out i hit the i hit the floor basically i hit my teeth uh, to the edge of the bench and before and the next thing i know is i was just sitting on the bench and uh, and then they so they were giving me water and stuff like that 
So that was the, like, I was like, in that moment, I was just talking about, uh, I was talking about Jesus to people and I was hearing myself telling them, oh, don't worry, Jesus is Lord, Jesus loves you. It was just so amazing. Anyways, uh, I, uh, so they were like, are you okay? And I got up, I, you know, I took a shower, I changed and I came to car and I just explained to Masood what happened. And then all of a sudden it hit me, you know? It hit me about like about an hour later, it hit me and, you know, I was sore, you know, because I just hit my mouth to the edge of the bench. I was sore and, you know, it hit me and I, I was so, I was like, in that moment I said, you know what, that was just an accident. So let's move on and, you know, all the things. So it was good the night and then I went to work the next day and told people and they're like, oh my God, and all the stuff. And I was completely fine. And I came home and it, the weirdest thing happened to me. So all of a sudden, I was just so hurt and I felt so hurt and I felt so offended and I felt where was God? And I literally was hearing all those things in my thoughts. Where was God? You know, uh, why, did he, why didn't he protect you? Why is he not, you know, you hid it? What would have happened if you have, would have hid it and, you know, broken your teeth and all this stuff. And I felt so sick in my stomach. And, and now in that moment of offense, I was so offended at God. And I was just, I started wondering if he ever loves me or no. And then I started saying, okay, you know, I started, now you gotta understand it's a thought that goes through your mind and it's the feeling that goes through your body that these two are so real and they're so tangible you're experiencing them because they are there's a feeling with them and i was just sitting i was so depressed it just there was a feeling i had not experienced for a long time because i was just with god and spending time with him and all the stuff right and now I'm just having this feeling and I started crying and, and you know, that uh, cry of, what do you call it, um, depression and all this stuff. And in that moment, something hit me. All of a sudden, I got up, I went to the room. I was just, this thought was going through my mind. I went to the room and I said, Father, I believe you. You are so good. And I don't care about my experiences. I don't care about what I'm feeling or what just happened to me. I know that you love me and you showed it to me, not through my experiences. You showed it to me through Jesus Christ. When you sent him to go on the cross, I know the truth. And it doesn't matter what I'm feeling. There is no way that you left me to um to have this kind of accident you love me and you were with me and you are with me even today i don't understand it because i'm seeing through the flesh but i know who you are and that's important and i don't care about my feelings i care about the truth that you once revealed it to me and once i knew that you love me and that is the truth and as i started just shouting in my in the in the room these in the beginning of it, this feeling of offense toward God started increasing. The more it like increased and the 
you know, these voices in my head increase and I, I raise my voice higher and I started shouting and I said, God, that this is who you are. And that's what we, I believe. I don't care about my experiences. Your word says, I know you are love. You love me and you run to me when I, you know, when I'm hurt and all these things. So, and all of a sudden now I'm in the, I'm in the room just praising and raising my hand. And something like, I felt like this ball hit me, you know, like wind hit me and every voice got quiet. And for a moment, I felt like what just happened? I was in a very, you know, busy, crowdy, noisy place. And all of a sudden it was so quiet and all those voices, it hit, it left. And it was just the this peace and calmness came and this love came and I was knew that in that moment that you know we have to hang out to the truth that we know guys and I understand the experiences that some of you might have worse experiences that of that I had and I get it and I've been there in some some stuff that maybe I haven't shared with anyone yet I will one day when I'm ready but the thing is, but the thing is, what do you want to do in that situation? The only person can deliver you, it's God. Now, if you take offense, you have cut off the only relationship and the only source of life from your life. Maybe you don't understand it. Maybe just put yourself, maybe just for a moment, you know, um, put aside self-righteousness and maybe we just need to come to understanding that maybe I don't understand what is happening here. Instead of judging God, who God is in his love and truth and, you know, his, um, you know, power and his nature. Instead of judging him, standing and judging, how can you stand and really judge God because you just had an experience in the flesh? And that's the thing that I noticed that the majority of our struggles that we have as Christians is not the lack of truth. It's just giving into the feeling and the voice of the flesh to tell us who God is and questioning the truth we just heard. All right, come on, guys. I'm just being real in my podcast. Okay, that's that's the goal of this and I'm not pointing finger at anyone and I'm not condemning anyone because I've been there and I'm there sometimes too but what I'm trying I'm trying to encourage every one of us and say you know what experience of the flesh is just the experience of the flesh a flesh has a voice and flesh wants to dictate to you feelings and flesh wants to dictate to you who you are and who God is and for years and years, flesh has been successful in doing these things. But now that we have come to the Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, now that we have received the Holy Spirit from which we cry out, Abba, Father. Now that we have come to God, the, our Father, that's when to start believing who he is in the midst of every situation and every circumstances. Maybe that's time to, believe, to question our own experiences rather than questioning the love of God. 
Maybe it's time to question our own understanding rather than questioning the love of God. You know, and the story of Job is the story that has been, you know, happening to every single one of us. And in my next, next episode, I'm going to talk to you about the story of Job. I'm going to share with you and I'm going to answer a lot of misunderstandings around the story of Job. And hopefully one day, you know, we just continue standing for the truth and not questioning who God is, but questioning our own experiences and our own mindset and our own, our own, uh, you know, understanding of things. Maybe, maybe we are not mature enough or wise enough. We are not wiser than God to understand what's happening in that situation. You know, I had a, we had a friend, um, before I finish, let me just share you one more story here. Um, be, um, um, a friend of us, like a few years ago, we had a friend coming to us and then he was going through some challenges in, her, in his life and stuff like that. And like some sickness and things like that. And he sat down on our couch and he said, Masood and Rose, I want to ask you a question. And, you know, just loving, we love him so much. And he said, I want to know, you know, uh, we, I am a father. And every time my son, um, my son falls, I, ran, I run to him and to help him get up. So why is it that when we run, God doesn't run to us? I sat there in unbelief and my heart was so touched and I was about to cry. And I was like, why do you think that God ha- doesn't run to you? You are separate. You have already separated yourself. You had an experience in the flesh. So Masudana, we talked about a couple of hours on this subject that night. But I said, like, listen, you had an experience and from the darkness of your understanding and the limitless of your view, you made a conclusion that God doesn't run to you. And now every time that you need him, you have believed that he's standing on the other side of the road and he's looking at you with pity and telling you, you know, too bad. It's your fault. Deal with it. Is this the, of, is this the God that you have imagined? And then he said, yeah, this happened in my life and that happened in my life. Yes, exactly. This is where this conclusion comes from. It comes from your own experiences. You had an experience and you had the false interpretation of that experience in the flesh. You failed to see in the spirit. If, if, if you would have seen in the spirit, you would have seen how God was working and is working and ran to you and grabbed you and he, he kept you in his arms. Also, why didn't I get healed? That's not the question. So you are saying, because I didn't get healed, then God didn't run to me. Oh my goodness. This is the worst place to be in. This is not the right conclusion. That has nothing to do with God running to you or not running to you. So why didn't I get, get healed? There are so many teachings in our YouTube channel. You can go and watch and, and, and you know, um, grow into the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. But one thing I know, if you didn't get healed, that doesn't mean that God didn't run to you. And that doesn't mean that God didn't love you. Or that doesn't mean God doesn't love you. 
Maybe the reason you didn't get healed because in the midst of that sickness, you thought that God doesn't love you. Have you thought about this? Maybe, I don't know. I'm just saying maybe the reason we didn't, we don't get healed, we are not convinced that God loves us. We are sitting in that kind of mentality and we are sitting in that kind of, you know, accusation into our heart, not finding ourselves worthy enough for the love of God. And on the other hand, not finding him, the loving God who runs to us all the time. And I'm just using the example of my, for my friend because that's the example for many of us. And I'm not pointing finger at anyone here. I'm just saying it's just, I've been there. You have probably been there. Times that something happened and you wondered. But that now it's time that for you and I to realize that, you know, I had an experience in the flesh. And maybe I'm not mature enough, I'm not wise enough to see what really happened. So, and I'm not certainly God or higher above God to judge God in every situation, in this situation. I'm going to do one thing, even though I don't understand what the heck is going on here, but I'm going to do one thing. I'm going to stand and believe in who God really is. And I'm going to stand and believing that he is love and he loves me no matter. I'm going to hang out to the love of God as, as Jude says, looking unto the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Keep yourself in the love of God. That means there are temptations that get you out of that love. There are circumstances and experiences to get you out of the love of God. So what are you going to do? You have to keep yourself in the love of God. And you know, as you see me, I'm talking passionately here and all the things. And it sounds like I have overcome all things, but I am on the way, guys. We are experiencing the same things. And I know it's not pleasant. And I know it's hard. I believe me, I know it. But I know one thing, guys. I know one thing. That I have found the truth. And I'm going to hang on to the truth. I'm going to hang on to the truth and not experiences. And I believe that the Lord Jesus Christ will visit us mightily in our experiences, if we hang on to the truth that we know and we continue believing in who he is and not believing on all our own experiences. I don't know any other way. That's the only way that I know. And I just want to invite you to come into this way. Maybe I haven't seen everything in every situation, but I have seen enough to tell you guys that's when you step into that, then you become free. And believe me, the freedom that you are going to experience is the freedom from yourself, is the freedom from your own experiences and the freedom from the hurts that the flesh is trying to bring into our lives. And I'm going to share with you the story of Job and you're going to see God in a multi, another dimensional level of love and who he is and it's going to be so powerful thank you so much for being with me and i'll talk to you in the next episode